I realized that I was by myself and that all of the things that I had learned were great in theory, um, were hard in application, and that I was lacking relationship um, with people that I could call, that I could do life with, that I could ask actually like, okay, in actual application, what can I be doing? Yeah. And so I was a youth pastor at the time. And so that is where this birthed out of was to help other leaders. The hope was is to be able to continue to bring world-class training um, to people locally, um, regionally, and nationwide. But then the second aspect would be to add relationship to it. So add community to the conference style. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Community and Purpose podcast. We are grateful that you're with us today. Uh, here at the podcast, we believe that the intersection of community and purpose is where the good life is truly found. And so that's really our hope is to share a little bit of our life and a little bit of things that we are doing and learning um, in the hope to inspire you to be able to lean further into community and purpose. And so excited to be able to bring you another episode today. And now uh, we are going to we're going to shift gears a little bit. And we have talked kind of briefly about some of the things that we've been a part of. Um, so you you know that we are married. My wife, Callie, and I host this podcast. We've got three kids. Uh, we live in Minnesota. Um, we pastor a church called Embrace Church in Minnesota. And we also run a nonprofit called Apex Gathering. Mm-hmm. We are, I'm a leadership coach. Callie is an online high school coach. I'm just realizing right now that there's a lot of coaching going on. <laughs> it's funny, actually. We, we don't coach anything else. We're sports. Not, we're not sports coaches. That's not, that's not our gift. It's God, not, that's not in our wheelhouse. No, God did not gift me with a, a body or a, just a drive to coach youth sports at all. I do sit on a board of a sports uh, youth sports organization. So I'm the, uh, I'm the director of multiplication at a sports organization that's based out of Arizona. It's called Paladin Sports Outreach. And uh, so we've got, we've got a lot of things that happen in our life on top of we, we live do. in the country and we've got a dog named Murph who's a golden doodle and he is super cute and we love him. Uh, but honestly, today we want to talk about uh, this nonprofit that we're a part of called Apex yeah. Gathering. And it is probably, it's probably the the best picture of what we try to do um, with the mission of our life, to build the kingdom of God wherever we go. And so yeah. really everything about this organization is really rooted around that, helping kingdom leaders find greater community and greater purpose in their life and help to just guide um, and in, like, be a part of their lives. And so um, we, we are coming up on an event uh, coming up here in July. We have a yearly gathering. Uh, it's two and a half days. Uh, together and so we are coming up on ours July Thursday seventh eighth and ninth so it'll be Thursday evening through Saturday evening mm-hmm. and uh, we are we're really excited about it and so I uh, wanted to share a little bit of heart about it and so Callie and I started this organization um, eleven years ago now that's crazy it's crazy it's been eleven years so we just celebrated ten years uh, together and mm-hmm. uh, we've had our twelfth um, event. And so we had one year where we did two in the same year. And uh, so we are coming up on our 12th event this coming July. And um, it came out of a desire. Um, if you have been in the leadership world or you like going to concerts, like you have been in the rooms with the 3,000 people just yeah. going berserk and the big, huge, like nationwide speakers come in and they give you all this great information and you're taking notes. And um, what I describe it as, it's like dry, drinking out of a fire hydrant. Hmm. There's so much information. There's so 
much going on that you like if you try to drink out of a fire hydrant there's just so much that you miss so much that goes past your head you know get the image in your mind that you're kneeling in front of a fire hydrant water's coming out of it at a thousand miles an hour like imagine how much you could actually get in your mouth from that fire hydrant it's not a lot and so I was sitting in one of those um, gatherings in Atlanta Georgia Mm -hmm. and uh, a guy named Bob Goff was on the stage Callie was sitting next to me and he was challenging us to kind of just storm the next hill continue to lead with purpose and continue to go further than we've gone before and like all these amazing things and like the way that I say it is I was ready to storm hell with a squirt gun like I was ready to go like just let's go make an impact for the kingdom like I was just pumped and jacked to to go and uh, and to do something significant Uh, and then we got on the plane and came back home and Monday morning came around and I realized that I was alone Hmm. I realized that I was by myself and that all of the things that I had learned were great in theory, um, were hard in application, and that I was lacking relationship um, with people mm-hmm. that I could call, that I could do life with, that I could yeah. ask actually like, okay, in actual application, what yeah. can I be doing? Yeah. And so I was a youth pastor at the time. And so that is where this birthed out of was to help other leaders. The hope was is to be able to continue to bring world-class training um, to people locally, um, regionally, and nationwide. But then the second aspect would be to add relationship to it. So add community hmm. to the conference style. And so that's really what we've leaned into. That's really who we have become. And so uh, Apex Gathering, we just uh, believe that people on helping people climb the mountains that God has uniquely designed them to climb. What is the area that you have been called to uh, to lead in? Um, what is the area that God has um just uniquely wired you to to go and do. Yeah. When we first started putting on these events, they looked a lot different. They were more youth leader focused and now they're more kingdom leader focused. So why don't you like just tell us like where did that change come from and what do you feel like has been the most significant thing about the change that we that we've made? Yeah, the first the first handful of years, I was a youth pastor, and I realized that there was a bunch of youth pastors that didn't have the abilities. Maybe they were from small churches, they didn't have the opportunity or the budget to be able to go to something like an Atlanta, you know, three thousand person conference. Yeah. And so the hope was is to be able to create an environment for them also to be able to go. So we also made it so that it was a subsidized pricing. We had donors that would come and subsidize some of the cost for them to go and be a part of it, um, but. We had at that point, and I guess that the numbers are the same today, is that the tenure of of an average youth pastor is less than two years. Hmm. At the end, um, we did seven events um, with youth pastors, and we were finding out that youth pastors were in the game for about 16 to 18 months, so about a year and a half. And at the end of that, we were so youth leader focused that we all of a sudden had all of these people that we had a relationship with yeah. and we, they no longer had a seat at the table. Yeah. Who are no longer youth leaders. Right. So now that they're not youth leaders, now they've gone on, they're missionaries or they've gone into the business world or they become pastors or whatever they've gone to do. They've left youth ministry and now they've gone someplace else and now they don't have a seat at the table. And so we wanted to create a space to where you never, you never graduate. To where if you believe in building the kingdom, whether you are in the boardroom, uh, whether you are on the the construction site, you're in the doctor's office, you're in the sanctuary, wherever you're at, if your focus is to build the kingdom, that we want to have a space for you to come um, and to just to be reminded that what you do matters and figure out how you can more uniquely uh, climb the mountains that God has has placed in front of you. So what does 
the upcoming event. So the upcoming event is coming in July. What does that look like? Yeah, so it's it's two and a half days of, of gathering together. We we focus on just rest, rejuvenation, um, stopping, and kind of resetting uh, kind of where you're at in, in ministry. Really, the hope is, is to take two and a half days out and to invest in you. And so, so oftentimes, kingdom leaders, they spend so much of their time investing in other people, investing in the things that they're doing. They're caught in what I would call the whirlwind. And the whirlwind is just basically the the moment by moment, every day, like grind that we are in as leaders, answering all of the emails and questions and walk-ins and putting out fires and solving problems day in and day out. It really leaves very little room Hmm. to be able to grow, to be able to invest, to be able to kind of just sit and maybe even just dream a little bit. And so those two and a half days will be, um, they are, um, there's, times where we gather together and we share. We have somebody who talks and shares a couple of thoughts. We have times of uh, taking space and so getting off and taking solitude and just going off and journaling and enjoying time in nature and just some quiet. Uh, So oftentimes we hear that um, leaders are just, it's so noisy. Hmm. There's always something going on. And so just creating a, a, a space for them to be able to just quiet their heart and uh, just yeah. to... You know, Where like nothing's needed from them. Yep. Nothing's, nothing's required. Expected. Yep. And just to sit and um, just be quiet and just to dream a little bit and just to think a little bit, to hear from the Lord a little bit. There is, there's music. So we have some stripped down worship that we do, and uh, and then a lot of time just to uh, share great meals together, uh, to share conversations, to encourage each other. We um, we do a lot of different things, and so uh, we want people to laugh, we want people to sit around, and most of all, we want you to not do anything. And so we we don't let anybody who attends any of our events do anything. And so the interesting thing is, is so oftentimes you find leaders are servant oriented. <laughs> And so we want to serve you for this weekend. Yeah. And so oftentimes it's like, oh, yeah, somebody stands up and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll clear the table. It's like, nope, we got it. Like, just go on to the next thing. We've got a team of people that are happy to serve you this weekend. And so uh, it's it's fairly disorienting for leaders, which I like. So a lot of what we try to do is try to kind of mix things up and to disorient the status quo and to disorient what you think you need to do as a kingdom leader. And to just kind of pour in and invest in yourself uh, for two and a half days. Hmm. Yeah, um, I guess like thinking about the event, what is your very favorite part? Like what's your what's the thing that you feel like you walk away with and you're just like, yep, that was awesome. That was totally worth it. I mean, holistically, the weekend has always been incredibly encouraging. Uh, My favorite part is probably the people who come back and just share what the last year looked like. So we don't have a, it's not a one and done thing. Mm -hmm. So once we say once you're part of the Apex family, like we'd love to have you come back and be a part of it. Each year changes. So it's not, it's not the same content, not the same structure, not the same everything every year. It's a different opportunity to to connect with other people and new people come. Um, And so I just love hearing kind of what God has done um, in people's lives through the encouragement of, of being connected to other people. Um, actually, at the event, we have something called the Apex Olympics. And um, it is, it's probably my favorite part because it's where where everybody kind of just lets their hair down. Hmm. And like, I just think so oftentimes, like for me as a pastor, like in my in my role, there's just not a ton of space to really like let loose and just like, to laugh. Like, I love to laugh. I love to have fun. Like, I love to have people around me. I love to to have people over and have a party at our house. And so, like, 
a lot of people don't see me in that environment. You know, it's usually me like giving a sermon or praying for someone or it's in a marriage counseling scenario. And so like for a lot of people that come, they are an accountant. And like, you know, like we have a couple of accountants that come. We have a a marketing director come. We have somebody who sells insurance. We have people who work in the banking industry. We have people who are missionaries. Like across the board, we have people who come. And in all of those environments, like there's not a lot of places where they sit down and they have a bocce ball tournament or they, you know, have to throw axes or play a bag tournament. Because the reality is, is that they are all like taken seriously in their roles. They're all leading other people. They're all, you know, the person that answers all the questions. And so like being able to just like be silly, like in that environment, in your work environment, sometimes isn't an option like because people then would look at you differently. So just being able to be... Just like have a good time and enjoy yourselves. Yeah, which is such a crime. It's just like why like what is it about like being in charge that means that you have to be a stiff? Like I don't yeah. like I just hate that that's the stigma that we have. And so really like the Apex Olympics has really been become a highlight. It was something that we just tried three years ago. Yeah. Like we were just like, we wanna like create a space to like just break things out get people loosened up and hang out. Um, and it really has turned into a, like a really really fun we give away a trophy every year and so there's a trophy that happens we we're pivoting and making kind of a like a over the top trophy for this Mm -hmm. year and so we're thinking it might be a rotating trophy going forward i love that yeah it's It's like the geller cup yeah the geller cup from friends that's right hopefully it's not a troll screwed to a piece of wood like theirs is but um but you never know you never know we'll see what we come up with but it's been just so fun to see people laughing together and enjoying one of this company and smiling and laughing and uh, competing is such a minor piece of it. I mean, they're literally competing like it's the end of the world for a piece of wood that says yeah. Apex Olympics champion <laughs> on it, you know? Yeah. And and both, both year's winners have brought up the fact that they're an Apex Olympic champion multiple times in the years since it's like they a badge won it. of honor it really is it should be like a t-shirt you know like i've won the apex olympics yes yeah. you know yeah absolutely like an alumni so they can like bring they can wear it you know like yeah. look i'm kind of a big deal absolutely i love that idea that's great so no that's probably my favorite part is uh, just to be able to do that just and that, that should give you a picture of what it's like um also i think that a lot of times people think like going to a gathering going to an event like that means like Oh, come and get ready to sit in a chair for 10 hours a yeah. day and consume and, content. And sing your best kumbaya yes. around the campfire. That is not. And be that, holy. Yeah, that is not us and that is not who we are. Like, we believe that that joy comes from the Lord. We believe that there is laughter. Um, we believe that there's just power in a change in 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 place, yeah. which changes our perspective. And so we want to get us out of our environment get us into a space where we are free and comfortable. And so we always tell people, bring comfy clothes. Yeah. You don't have to put on a suit in the morning. You don't have to no. put a button-up shirt. Like, we want you to come down, have breakfast in sweats and a T-shirt, and we're going to sit down and be comfortable and just enjoy one another's company. And there will be content. It's not It's not like it's short on content. Yeah. It, there is There's definitely things for us to process through, questions to answer, breakouts to be able to dive deeper into specific things. But um, it, it's really, really fun, and I look forward to it every single year. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I love what God's been doing in it. So It's sort of one of the things that, we schedule our summer around Mm -hmm. you know like we as a family like schedule like okay well this is the apex weekend so like we know that we'll have a few days on either side that we have to you know prepare and clean up and like all the things so yeah it's fun to always be able to plan for it yeah it's a staple it's a staple in our in our summer it's a staple in our life yeah 
it's something that we really feel called to, and it's really the place that we b- believe really does move the kingdom. We truly believe that when we get, um, we have between 25 and 30 leaders that come, and we believe that the right 30 leaders can change the world. Mm-hmm. And so we believe if we can get the right 30 leaders in a room um, to, to spend two and a half days yeah. investing in their leadership, we believe that it, it gives them longevity. It's an investment in their longevity. It's an investment in the kingdom. And uh, we've really seen uh, God move in some pretty significant, powerful ways. People that have uh, changed the direction of their life, changed the trajectory of their life based on some things that they heard and processed from the Lord through um, some opportunities that we created at an Apex gathering. And so uh, we've got people who have stepped out of leadership roles and now have started new nonprofits have started new churches, mm-hmm. have stepped out of um, specific roles, and now are leading in new capacities. Um, the really cool thing is, is like we say, like we've we designed Apex Gathering to help you climb the mountain that God has uniquely designed you to climb. And through the process of our gathering, some people have figured out that they have been climbing a mountain that they are not uniquely designed to climb, mm-hmm. that they're simply just walking, putting one foot in front of the other, and have settled for status quo. And like, it's been so cool. Like, I just love seeing the life transformation that happens on it. And so we are, uh, we're excited to be able to offer that um, every single year. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this year's event. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be, it's always just a really good time. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting piece that we didn't expect mm-hmm. um, when we did this with youth pastors. We wanted to have an intimate gathering where people could have relationships. And then I'll just be honest, in me, the American dream got a hold of me. And it was like, bigger is always better. Hmm. And so we did our very best to try and get 300 people to come to these events um, and to to be a part of them. And so we pivoted and moved it to this 30-person gathering. Um, and we really believe that it has, it has changed the game. So we have gone deeper instead of wider. Hmm. And so just love that. The problem that's come out of it is that when we've created an environment for people to um, experience life transformation and just experience life-giving relationships... What's happened is, is they keep coming back. Yeah, it's true. And so, which is an amazing, it's a problem, but it's an amazing problem. Like mm-hmm. to think through that there are people um, that are going to fly in from around the country, uh, people that are going to drive in, um, and that's going to be like their fourth or fifth year. I actually sat down um, at a, at a one-day conference, and I got to sit next to one of the gals who has been coming uh, to Apex since the very beginning, even since when it was a youth leaders gathering. And so um, sat down with her and she just continually said, she's like, I just can't wait to, to be back with my Apex family. Hmm. Like I just like, she's like, it is one of the handful of yeah. highlights of my year. Yeah. And she schedules her summer around it. Yeah. And like to have, to have that kind of impact and to have people connecting with other, and it's not me. Like what I love about it is that it's a it's kingdom leaders gathering together with other kingdom leaders and creating relationships with one another that have been long life giving. Mm. And yeah. so uh, I, I love I love that aspect. And so uh, we are moving venues. And so we, we have created like a, a living room feel. Did you say that's accurate? Yeah. Like a living room type of feel, um, meeting in a large house and experiencing um just kind of community inside of a house and we've outgrown it because we have yeah. people that are returning and we want to create room and space for people yep. that uh, have not been here before. And so we are moving to a place and also like we've moved to a place where we're having lodging, which yeah. has been like a dream of mine. We've been praying about this and trying to figure out where is a space that we could go mm-hmm. um, and have people stay overnight. I think something just changes when you are like in the environment for a full two and a half days. We had people that were driving in and out each day and just something changed every time they would leave. 
and then come back. And so it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome, awesome weekend. I'm really, really pumped for it. It's going to be in a beautiful location. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it too. I think the fact that we all get to stay together will be really, really fun. And I think just getting to spend time with everybody year after year is such a, is like a joy for yeah. sure. What are you looking forward to about it? Um, What's your favorite part about Apex yeah, each year? Apex for me, um, I'm sort of like a behind the scenes person at Apex. So a lot of my time is spent... Um, making food and preparing food and serving food and cleaning up and all that kind of stuff, which is, um, it's really fun to do. Like I get to do it with one of my best friends. And so we have a great time doing it together. Um, and just, um, just getting to serve everyone who often like spends their whole time in life serving everyone else. It's, um, pretty fun to do. Um, but I just love, um, in the moments where I'm not preparing the next thing or getting ready for the next thing. I like just being able to, um, see the like relationships that everyone's forming together. And, um, and then after hearing, um, hearing the life change that has happened, you know, that's pretty, it's pretty awesome to experience, I guess. Yeah. You kind of have the, like the fly on the wall ability, like you get to like kind of just float around and see everything. Yeah. You're not, um, you're not up front and you're not like facilitating things. You kind of just get to see everything from kind of the thousand foot view. Yeah. And so I love, I love that you are able to serve and able to see that and are able to uh, further the kingdom in that, in that special way. And so, um, it's exciting if you are, um, Honestly, like the weird thing is, is there's so many people who talk about, like I say, like, gosh, you should consider coming to Apex. Hmm. Like you should come to an Apex gathering. Like yeah. it's all about like kingdom leaders coming together and just like figuring out what is the unique mountain that God has designed you to climb. And like people are like, I'm, I don't think I'm a kingdom builder. Hmm. Like I, I don't think that I'm a kingdom That's leader. That's interesting. You know, like a yeah. lot of people are like, I, I, like I'm just, this is their words. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm just a school teacher. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm just a therapist. I'm, I'm just a counselor. Like whatever it is that they say, like I'm just, and it's just like, yeah, you are just that, but you're also like a child of God, hmm. and you like genuinely are doing everything that you can inside of that environment to further the kingdom. Yeah. Whether it is in a tangible way or it's just simply like praying over a space. Like I, I know that there's a teacher um, that's a part of our gatherings. And she says that one of the things that she started doing is just praying over her students' desks every morning. Hmm. Like quietly in the quietness of her heart. She's like, she's like, obviously like separation church and state. Like Jesus is not like something that I can talk about inside yeah. of the education space. But like, she's like, nobody gets to control what happens inside of my mind. And so she's like, I have the opportunity to pray over my students hmm. in the quietness of my own heart and mind. Yeah. And she's like, and I believe like from my time with Apex that I have found yeah. that that furthers the kingdom. Yeah. That they're being pray prayed for and cared for in a way that they don't even see that's not even tangible. And I think... Just your, I've an ex, I've been in an experience similar to Apex, but it was just like an all women's event, um, and so it's it's it was an event that really changed the trajectory of my life, and and even though like I didn't really consider myself to be a leader in many facets, like it it called me to step out in things, yeah. and so I think that there is like a place for anyone to come to Apex and like figure out what God is calling you to. And maybe that's like taking a small step. Maybe that's taking a big step. Like who knows? But um, just putting him in the box of like, well, I'm not really a leader. I'm not really a kingdom leader. Like I'm yeah. just kind of, I'm just a mom. I'm just a carpenter. I'm just a whatever. Yeah. Like God has bigger things like for 
in life, in those callings that he's yeah. called you to. Yeah, society just continues to tell us that, like, you have to be in vocational ministry. you got to be a pastor or a missionary to, like, build the kingdom. Hmm. And yet, I don't find that anywhere inside of the Bible. Yeah. Like, Jesus changed the world of fishermen, like, lawyered, like, checkmate. Yeah. You know, it's just right. like, like, I just believe that the calling that you have on your life is the fact that you follow Jesus. Honestly, the two, like, criteria. Do you follow after Jesus? And would you like to see the kingdom furthered? Hmm. Like those two things have to be true. If that's you, then yeah. you're a kingdom leader. Yep. And like you have a space, you have a seat at, at the Apex Gathering. And so like I'd love for you, if you're looking for more details, you can go to apexgathering.com and uh, check it out. And you can click apply. Yeah. Uh, apply now. So we are, uh, we're coming down. Uh, we sent out the first wave of acceptance emails uh, this morning. So like as we're recording this, this morning was the very first wave of emails that went out to accept people. And so we still have a couple of spots left. And also we're not rigid about it. So like we are open to bringing the right people. Again, we believe that the right people in the right room can change the world. And so um, if you are interested in that, if you are on the fence about it, here's my challenge to you. If you're on the fence, apply. Yeah. Like let God, let God be the deciding factor. And so we've made it affordable um, to be able to get away. It's the, it's the cheapest conference you will find for two and a half days. We have an amazing yeah. donor base that subsidizes it to make it affordable for kingdom leaders to come together for a kingdom purpose. And so um, I just truly believe that it will be life-giving for you. I believe that it will... Um, it, an investment in you never returns void. Hmm. And so you have spent time, I would guess many of you listening to this, you have spent time investing in a ton of other people. And what I just want to say is, is maybe it's time to invest in you. It's been a crazy couple of years. People are tired. The burnout rate is exceedingly high. Um, the hmm. unemployment rate is going up, that we are dealing with the great resignation. People are resigning their jobs, leaving their work and going on and doing other things. And so like if you are in that place, in that space, like if you're like at all like thinking you want to do it, I just encourage you to apply. Um, all you can do is apply and then let God do the rest. And so um, I think it would be great. I think that I hear conversations from so many people who are tired, who have not had a space to dream or invest in themselves and to think, God, what is God calling you to? Hmm. Um, I just think that this would be uh, a fabulous first step um, for so many of us. I know I've been going for 10 years. I do not give all of the talks. I don't invest. I'm not a part of all of the planning. Like I am just one part of it. And every year, like about right now, like right now as we're recording this, like it's like, oh my gosh, is this really worth it? Like so much work to be done. So many details yeah. to figure out, like flights to coordinate, rides to coordinate, venues and food and all of that. And every year we leave Apex and on the drive home, every time we look at each other and we were like, that was so worth it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that changed us. Like so oftentimes we think that we go into this like, yeah, we're going to create a space and an environment for other people to really find life change and experience like transformation and rest and renewal and rejuvenation. Yep, they do find that. And so do we. And so like I am, I'm so excited for it um, and just want to challenge you if you're on the fence to apply. Uh, what would your challenge be to people if they're if they're considering it, if they're wondering? I think that you're a perfect example of of an apex leader um, who honestly, I mean, we've talked about your rebel experience mm -hmm. and like being called out from behind the podium uh, yeah. specifically. And so like it changed the trajectory of your life and yeah. like your kingdom impact. And so like what would you say to that person? Who's saying like, well, I'm not a pastor, I'm yeah. not a missionary, like I'm not a kingdom leader, I'm I'm just that accountant. Yeah, I think it's easy to to hear all of the, like the no's, 
the the logical no's in your life. Like, no, no, I can't go. No, I can't be away from my kids for that long. No, it's too hard to find, you know, people to watch my dog. It's, you know, like I can't find that, get the time off work, you know? Yeah. Um, I think if you just commit to like, yeah, sending, applying, seeing what happens, you know, seeing if it, if it works out and like just taking the, the doors as they open and knowing that like, um, it, that it could be an awesome experience. I think a lot of time we let I, and I, myself included, I let fear like keep me from doing the things that I think Hmm. would be best for me. And so it's easy to like use logic to say like, oh, well, it's too hard to find someone to watch our kids for four days, you know, so I'd rather just stay home, you know, but it's really like just fear that's keeping me from doing the things that I think would be um, there that I think that God would be calling me to do or challenging me to do. So I think just um, taking like the next step, just taking one step and seeing like, um, seeing if that's where, yeah, God has you. And, um, I think it would be just an awesome weekend. We'd yeah. love to have you guys join us. Yeah. I think, I think fear is a, is a big thing. I think there's, there's always reasons to not go. There's always reasons to not invest. Um, but I, I do think that it'd be, it's powerful. I love that. Um, so yeah, if you want to apply, uh, or you just want to get more details, uh, you can go to apexgathering.com. That's A-P-E-X and then gathering, G-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-G.com. I think I spelled that right. If not, the uh, the actual address will be in the show notes. Um, but it, it's uh, it's coming up July seventh, eighth, and ninth. So it'd be after work on Thursday, and then uh, Friday and Saturday, and it will be done by uh, late afternoon on Saturday. So you uh, you should get home, be able to get home. If you're listening to this outside of the Midwest, um, you can fly in Thursday afternoon. Um, if you need to fly out Sunday morning, that works as well. So, um, but honestly, apply. And uh, I just believe that God can do something really, really significant and be a part of it. And so don't let fear um, deter you from applying. And uh, we've got a team of people who are reading applications daily and uh, looking at them and, and figuring out who are who are the right people to be a part of this year's gathering, um, July 7th, 8th, and 9th, here yeah. in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, God's country in July. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's going to be beautiful. Mosquitoes the size of birds. Yeah. What Hopefully dream. Not this year. The place that we're going, it's on a lake. And uh, they spray for mosquitoes. It's going to be great. It's it's amazing. So, um, yeah. Hope you guys are having a great day. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. See ya.